You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Really True Sports Network. The NFL show, as always, is brought to you by Manscaped. Make sure you go to manscaped.com, promo code TGT20, 20% off of your first purchase and free shipping. I'm your host for the NFL show, Mike Goodpaster. I'd like to welcome in my co host, Sam Teets. How you doing, Sam? I'm doing great, Mike. How about you? Do you like how I do the dramatic pause before I introduce you? No, I, I do appreciate that, Mike. All right. Like and right now we have for, All right, Sam, be quiet. I got to get to Steve. He's important. He won a national championship in 1981. He once picked an NFL game right four and a half years ago. Let me welcome her. Help me welcome to the show, Indiana Basketball Hall of Famer, Steve Risley. How you doing, Steve? Hey, doing great. Hey, Mike, you do us a favor. No. If you're looking at the screen, Sam and I are about eye to eye, and you look like somebody from Wizard of Oz, Munchkin Land. Yeah. What do you want me to do about it? As high as my chair goes, well, look, now I'm lower. Do this. Whoa. Take, whoa, take whoa, your whoa. computer. <laughs> take your computer and adjust your your camera. No, I can't. It doesn't adjust. It's sitting on top. There's nothing I can do about it. I can do that if you want. All Does I see is, is is the Manscaped promo code coming out of your mouth. All right. That's really rude. Oh, I see with you. No, I'm not even going to go there. All right, let's start uh, off with this week. We got some big games started off with Christmas Day. The Minnesota Vikings against the New Orleans Saints. This is not a big game for Minnesota as they're pretty much dead in the water now. For the Saints, it's a big game, Sam. They need to win it, and I think what we need to see is we need to see Drew Brees play a complete two halves. Yeah, he's really only played. He only shook one half against Kansas City, and the Saints are out of it. If the Packers somehow find a way to lose here in the final weeks, and they have Tennessee and Chicago left on their schedule, if the Packers lose one or both those games, the Saints might have a path here to end up with that first round bye in the playoffs. They need to win this game, and they need to make sure Drew Brees gets right. All right. When we look at this game, Mike Zimmer might be a little bit on the hot seat. He needs to win. The Saints do have hanging over them two of the past three NFC playoffs losing to the Minnesota Vikings. So this is a big game, I think, for the Saints. Is it really a big game for the Saints? So, because this is the thing. If you play at Lambeau Field, you know, your running game will take effect. If you play in New Orleans, you're not really going to have much of a crowd, if any of a crowd, Steve. So how big a game is this for the Saints? Well, I think it is, but not for the reasons of it being important in terms of positioning in the playoffs, because I think the Saints are a team that's probably going to continue to get a lot better. I think it's important because it's a, it's a spool-up game for the Saints. Um, I think they got to continue to spool up, get used to, and get um, Drew Brees back acclimated to playing uh, a full game. I think they do need to play him as much as they possibly can without risk of injury. But it, to me, this is just a good spool-up game for them. And... You What's know, a spool up game. I've never heard spool up game before. I know Sam was thinking that too, but he just didn't want to say it. A spool up is like it's like what happens to a supercharger or a turbocharger in an engine or a turbine engine in a jet plane. Oh, is this one of those nasty? When you hit the accelerator, it takes time for the 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 turbines to spool up to wind up. So this All is right. just another wind up game for the Saints. I don't think the Saints are in jeopardy of losing this game. Um, unless Breeze just falls on his face, which I don't think Drew Breeze is going to do that. I think Minnesota's probably a little dejected from basically playing themselves out of the playoffs. And I, I think it's I think it's just a good ramp up game. I'll use the term ramp up to get more into your uh, genre um, for the Saints. Okay. So since we're in our genre, are we all picking the Minnesota Vikings here or the New Orleans Saints? I say Saints. What do you say, Sam? Steve? Saints. All right, next up. I think we have maybe the most intriguing game of the week is the Tennessee Titans will go to Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers. 
and the Titans will be trying to run all over the Packers with Barry Henry and use Ryan Tannehill in the passing game effectively again, playing off of that. The Packers' goal of Aaron Rodgers will be passing aggressively to build a big lead against a defense with a limited pass rush and weak coverage. So this is the Sunday night game. I, this is a huge game for the Tennessee Titans because in the AFC, you better get to 11 wins, and then even then you don't know, but you better get to 11 wins. The Titans need to win this game, especially to keep pace with the Colts and to stay ahead of the Colts as they have the tiebreaker. Steve, Tennessee at Green Bay. Well, I think this game boils down to Derrick Henry versus Aaron Rodgers, basically. Um, who's gonna get, who are you going to get the most out of which two? Uh, Derrick Henry's going up into a situation. I know they've got inclement weather in the Midwest right now. Certainly, Upper Wisconsin is not a fun place to be at when there's inclement weather in the Midwest. Uh, I don't know what the turf conditions are going to be like. I'm sure they'll be as good as they can be because Lambeau's used to those conditions. But it, it could end up being a little bit different service than Derrick Henry is used to running on, given the fact the ground's probably going to be pretty hard. Uh, somewhat frozen to some degree. Uh, and, and then you've got Aaron, who's used to playing in this kind of weather a lot. But Aaron's prone to misfiring, uh, probably a little bit more than Derrick Henry has misfired this year. So I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, I'm going to defer to the home team and go with the Packers in this one. I got a little bias in it, obviously, being a Colts fan. But I still think the Packers see the – only opportunity for them to stay close to the Saints um, or, or keep their their own field advantage is obviously to win out because uh, you don't want to open a door for the Saints at all. That's a mistake. So I like Green Bay in this game. All right. The weather forecast, Sam, is 35 during the day, 18 during the evening in Green Bay with northwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, a 60% chance of snow with accumulations of less than one inch. So not great is what you're telling me. Uh, Actually, that's kind of like Indian summer, I think, in Green Bay. Green Bay, yeah. Essentially. It's not – I guess it could be much worse, but it doesn't change. I'm still going to go with the Tennessee Titans here. I trust Derrick Henry to be able to run against this Green Bay defense. We know it's a flaw of theirs. I think they're allowing over six yards per carry, I'm pretty sure, for the year. So Derrick Henry will feast on that. I think Green Bay has a better overall defense than Tennessee's defense, so Aaron Rodgers should have no problem throwing all over the Titans. And like Steve said, it's going to come down to a match between Derrick Henry and Aaron Rodgers. The only issue with that is the Packers don't have a terrific running game. Jones, I know Tennessee has an elite passing game at times with Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, and Corey Davis. For that reason, I think Tennessee is a more complete offense and will win this game. Yeah, my, my worry here is that the Tennessee Titans pass rush isn't that good and Aaron Rodgers goes off. The other thing here, though, and I think the big variable, which you just touched on, is if you do shut down Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill can beat you also. I don't know that if you could slow down Aaron Rodgers that you know Aaron Jones can beat you on the ground by himself. I think the Tennessee Titans will win this game straight up in the upset, and I would take that three and a half points all day long. Next up, we've got the Cleveland Browns against the New York Jets. Uh, I mean, the, the Browns are only favored by nine and a half. That comes as a surprise to me. Uh, the Jets are coming off their first win of the season. I think Baker Mayfield and the Browns' running game will combine for another strong performance. I think this will be similar to what the Browns did to the Giants. I expect this to be like a 24-6 to or 24-7 to game for the Browns. What do you think, Sam? No, I agree with you. And the Jets have lost Pro Bowl caliber defensive tackle Quinton Williams for the year. He's going to sit out the rest of the season. And without him in the middle, there's really nothing there for New York that makes me think they're going to be able to stop Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. Had Williams, it might be a different story, but really they don't have the defensive fire power to show to slow down that offense right now and Baker Mayfield's playing well they'll have a good game against the Rams even if he has a good game against the Browns though I don't expect they'll be able to outgun Cleveland so I'm going to go with the Browns here all right Steve agree or disagree I, I agree I don't see the Jets having any opportunity to win this football game unless Cleveland just pukes on themselves which I don't think they're going to do I, I, I don't think that they're going to win a Super Bowl or win more than one game in the playoffs, but the Jets are not going to be part of their problem. Right now is a great opportunity for Cleveland to tune up, dial in, work on the things they need to work on, and get ready for their next week's opponent. 
and make sure, like you said, that they get to 11 wins. Um, because without 11 wins, at least you're probably you're in jeopardy of not making the playoffs. Well, I would say this. I think this is going to be a closer game than people think. I still think the Browns are going to win the game. My worry here is the Browns play the Steelers the next week. Um, what time is the Browns Jets game? Is it at the same time as the Steelers Colts game, Sam? Yeah, it is a yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a it's a one o'clock game. Yes. So my thing is, you know, they're going to be peeking at the scoreboard. You got a game against the Steelers the next week where you might be able to win the division. I think that we're going to find out a lot about the Browns team. I think if they win this game easily, I, the way I just said they would, I think that they're going to be an issue for teams. I think if they come out and struggle and barely win or lose a close game, that tells us the Browns are what the Browns usually are. So I think here, whether they can focus on this game and really take care of business is going to tell us a lot about this team, Sam. Well, and looking on the flip side, we saw the Rams lose last week. I think that told us a lot about the Rams, their inability to focus. And like you said, it'll tell us for Cleveland. If they can focus and just put away teams like they should, they improve. They can be just consistent offensively and defensively. Then they will give teams trouble in the playoffs. I think you're going to see a team like the Colts having trouble against Cleveland because of how it matches up. So I think there are situations which the Browns get through the first round. Like I said, I don't see them going to the Super Bowl. I don't see them winning the AFC Championship game. But I could see them getting through the first round of the playoffs here. All right. Yeah, I, I think I think I think what you're going to find after this weekend is the Jets did nothing more than screw themselves out of controlling their own destiny with Trevor Lawrence. Well, I think I think that's all the Jets accomplished by well, by beating um, the Rams. Um, that's all they got done because they're going to go back to losing. They're going to have one win. They're going to tie Jacksonville. I understand Jacksonville owns the tiebreaker, and Trevor Lawrence probably would rather. Go to Jacksonville anyway than oh, he would yeah. go to the Jets. And I don't know that the Jets really – I think it would be more of a good trade material, that number one pick, because I don't think yeah. Sam Darnold's out of the picture yet. I think this, if you have a choice of Trevor Lawrence or Sam Darnold, you take Trevor Lawrence all sure. day. Without Trevor Lawrence and you're choosing between all the other quarterbacks and Sam Darnold, you take Sam Darnold. Next yeah. up, we have Sam's team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, hosting Steve's team, the Indianapolis Colts. And Steve? Did the Colts get the win here? The Steelers are only favored by two and a half. Um, no, I think Pittsburgh wins this game. Okay, Sam, agree or disagree? Why is Pittsburgh favored in this game? Like, what have, what have the Steelers done in the past three weeks that makes you think they're going to beat the Colts? Right, the remember Pittsburgh's been awful. Remember this: the Pittsburgh Steelers are favored by two and a half points. Usually, the home team gets three points. So, really. If they're not the home team, they're the underdog anyways. So I think a lot of this is the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. I think at some point people figure they got to snap out of it. Will they snap out of it, Sam? And remember, you told me and Steve earlier in the year, you would never pick against the Steelers. That's right. I guess I stay true to my word. I'm going to pick Pittsburgh then. I'll go with Steve and Mike will pick the Colts and he'll prove both of us wrong. But I'm going to take well, I, I hope he does. I hope he does. Yeah, for you, I'll, I'll, I'll take that, that one out for you. But I'll take crap for that yeah. one all week. No problem. Well, I, I think this, take... I think that if you're getting two and a half points in this game, you can bet your house on it. I think the Colts defense will squeeze in coverage as we saw the Bengals do. Only the Colts are doing it with Darius Leonard in the middle. Also, I think Ben Roethlisberger will struggle again. I don't yeah. think they've got a running game in Pittsburgh. I think the Colts will have success working the middle of the field with Phillip Rivers. I think they'll use their backs effectively to exploit the Steelers' linebacker weakness. I think you're going to get a heavy dose of Jonathan Taylor, and he grinds Indy to a huge victory, and it's a huge loss for, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, this is an enormous game this week. I think I – mean, I, I go ahead. I'm sorry. Let me go when go you're ahead. done. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I just think this game falls almost entirely – on Roethlisberger's shoulders, how how he plays. Now I understand he called a players-only team meeting this week in Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know how much respect really the team has for for old Ben anymore. Um, we could transfer him from Big Ben to old Ben now. Um, but I think hey, the you picked the Steelers, Steve. That made no, me. I know, but I'm I, I'm I'm just giving. I'm trying to be thorough in my. My okay. diagnosis here, okay? I just say how Roethlisberger plays in this game determines the outcome of this game. Ben is capable of carrying this team on his arm and his brain. 
He's a he's a what a twenty almost a twenty year vet, a sixteen year veteran of the NFL. He knows how to play these games. Um, he's thirty eight, so he's been around as long as Rivers has. Um, I think he's a better quarterback than Rivers still, although Rivers has been playing better lately. Uh, so if Roethlisberger has another game like Mike said, like he's had uh, the last, the last, three, couple, weeks. last yeah. three weeks. Uh, then I think the Steelers are screwed terribly because yeah. I don't think the Rivers is going to screw up. I just think Roethlisberger, it, it's all on his shoulders. This The outcome of this game, to me, is entirely on Roethlisberger's shoulders. Sam, am I right or wrong in saying that? Well, no, you're you're absolutely right. And I I hate I actually hate picking Pittsburgh in this situation because I know I'm going to be wrong. But, but, yeah, it's a situation where, I mean, look, they don't have a running game offensively. They don't. They don't have a great offensive line either. So, of course, it comes down to Ben Roethlisberger because he's the only offense Pittsburgh has, and he's been terrible the past couple of weeks. So, of course, it comes down to Ben because you can't run the ball. You can't trust the offensive line to do anything. So, I mean, your, your defense now is kind of in shambles because of all the pieces you've lost. Of course, it comes down to Big Ben. He's the only difference maker right now for Pittsburgh. I don't, yeah, and I don't know, Mike, let me ask you, as a, as a uh, national coach of the year now, congratulations on that. Um, we should we should make sure we're recognizing you Steve, in that. Steve, it's not a big deal. It's not the first time. Get, continue. Okay. Um, would you, if you're the Colts, would you just throw the kitchen sink at Roethlisberger the first couple of offensive sets and rattle his brains if you can? You do what just, the Bengals did. I mean, you basically – Blitz you press, the crap out of him. You press everybody. You send yeah. a guy or two here. I don't even know if you have to blitz everybody. I mean, there, well, I mean right you, now yeah. – this is the thing. When the Bengals were intercepting him, I don't think they blissed on any of those plays. I think they dropped like six or seven guys into coverage and just let him throw right. into him. Yeah, they, they dropped the linebacker back one time. Yeah, they dropped the linebacker yeah. back in the past. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and how you do it, because you're the coach, I, I'm just a you know a fan, so to speak. But I would say whatever you got to do to rattle Roethlisberger as fast as you can, I think the game swings to the Colts. Yeah, I mean, if the Colts come out hot in this game and jump up 10 to nothing, I think the game's over. Because right now, I think Pittsburgh is so frustrated and so demoralized. Now, on the other hand, if Pittsburgh comes out, scores right away, then you forget everything that happened the previous four weeks and everything's right. good to go. You're the back. only team that I ever remember seeing falling apart like this would have been the 1986 New York Jets. Now, I'm sure there's others that have too, but the New York Jets in 1986 – I'm not 100% sure here, Sam. You can look it up. 1986, they started off the season with Ken O'Brien at 10-0. They lost their last six games. In their last game, they lost to the Bengals 52-20. to They barely made the playoffs. Then they get in the playoffs, beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and then they go to Cleveland and have like a 10-point lead in the divisional playoff with four minutes left. And they would have been in the AFC Championship game if it wasn't for the fact that Mark Gassino was an idiot and he takes a cheap shot on Bernie Kosar with like 10 minutes left in the or four minutes left in the game up by 10, and he gets a penalty that extends a drive on fourth down, and the Browns end up winning the game in double overtime. But the only team I've seen that started off 10-0, 11-0 that just completely tanked like this would have been the 1986 Jets. Now, how, the Jets how, did fix how, the playoffs. but yeah. How did the 13-0 uh, Colts do? Didn't they kind of fall apart? Well, that happened to the Colts every year, I think. That's why I didn't bring it up. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though. But, I mean, when you look at it, everybody thought that Colts team was pretty damn good, though. People really thought, well, maybe they're going to go 16-0. and I don't think anybody in their right mind thought the Pittsburgh Steelers with the team they had was going to go 16-0. and Nobody right. thought the New York Jets back then were, and they fell yeah. apart. The only other team close to that would be, I think it was the San Diego Chargers, who started 1987 out at, I believe, like 7-0. and or 8-0, and ended up like 8-7 and or 7-8, and lost every game after that. So it's not unprecedented. It is really weird that this happens. But I think with Big Ben, what you see is you see guys now, that you'll bail a linebacker, bring the safety. And I think what's happened is if you're a boxer and you, and you get old, when you're in the ring, you can see what you're supposed to do. But it doesn't go to your brain, to your fist, until a second later than it used to. Mm -hmm. So I think what you see here, the one interception that Big Ben threw to the linebacker who was bailing there, I think what it was is he saw was the guy open, but by the time it got through to his arm to throw the ball, it's too the late. Guy, it was too late. 
I think that's what we're seeing here. I mean, everybody talks about, well, Tom Brady looks old. Phillip Rivers looked old. They didn't look old. They just played bad some. What yeah. I see with Big Ben is the way he's playing and the mistakes he's making lead me to believe that his muscle memory is not there anymore, and it takes a split second to see it. It's like Muhammad Ali when he was 38 and he fought Larry Holmes in 1980. They asked him, what did you think of the fight? He said, I saw the openings, but by the time I would throw the jab, well, hell, Larry was already over here hitting me in the head with a right hand because yeah. everything just goes a little bit slower. Hell, Steve, we're old. We know how that is. You know, even if you're driving, you react a little bit slower. That's why 75-year-olds sit behind the wheel like that trying to concentrate because you can't see what the hell's going on. So I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are done. I, yeah, I, this is why I said it a few weeks ago, because when we watch them play, I mean, from about week eight on, to me, Big Ben has never really been the same. And people will say, well, how was he fine the first eight weeks? Because you never know when you're going to go out there and it's done. You yeah. know, you just don't. couple things. One is I just have too much respect for Rosberg as a Super Bowl winning quarterback to think that he can't rise to the occasion every now and then again. Secondly, I think that how the first two series for Pittsburgh goes determines how the rest of this game is played. If, if, if the Steelers come out and are able to march the ball down and even get field goals out of it, but if they'll be able to control the ball and move it up and down the field, Steelers are going to get high and mighty real quick. My biggest worry, Steve, is this. They're going to come out and the Colts are just going to have seven and eight minute drives. Well, I, mean, I hope so, yeah. I mean, because I the so. Bengals, when you look at it, not a great running game. Gio Bernard's the backup. He's a decent running back. I mean, he's a great running back as a third down guy, but he shouldn't be a guy pounding you 25 times for 83 yards. Jonathan Taylor, between the tackles, behind that offensive line, my worry is this. With an older Big Ben, he's not on the field long enough to even get in a rhythm because I think right now he needs to have a couple successful pass plays in a row that are more than 15 yards down the field just to get some confidence back. I think his confidence is shot. And you see the Steelers have so many three-and-out drives now because they're still in those short passes. It's very quick. They're only on the field offensively for maybe two minutes. It doesn't give the defense enough time to rest. So by the time you hit the fourth quarter, the defense is all tired out and they can't do much of anything. So I think you and need to come out and have some long drives at the start of the game or hit some big plays here to really open things up. Because if you don't, it's going to feel like the same old, same old that's been the past three weeks. Yeah, and in the same token, it doesn't allow Rossford to even really break a sweat and get loosened up. I have to work harder to loosen up to when I'm playing golf or something at, at 62 than I did when I was 22 or 32, obviously. Um, but uh, can I institute a point of parliamentary procedure here? What? A point of parliamentary <laughs> procedure. Sure, Steve. I'm going to change my pick to the Colts. Okay. I, 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 I just can't bet against my team in this type of game, although it's as nervous as I've been as a fan all year. All right, it shouldn't be. Sam, okay. uh, Sam, are you sticking with the Steelers? Yeah, I'll be a man of my word. I'll pick Pittsburgh for every week. You this, don't have every game to be. I mean, you can go ahead and admit that I was right all along and change your pick. Oh, well, no, I can't do that. Now that you say it that way, I obviously can't do that. You know that, Mike. That's why I'm making sure you don't change your pick. It's an extra and game for me and Risley. Mike, just know that I made my change based on your – your input into this conversation regarding if we spent a lot of time on this game, so we need to move on. But if the Colts do lose, I'm coming after your ass. You can come after my ass all you want. And, and hey, you know I, what? Do, I do have a Remington 410. Hey, dude, there's a lot well, more than a Remington. Not in it. Just, you can go catch something bigger than a Remington 410. But I like to tell you is this. I, I, I watch TV of the youngins today and them rap video. You don't want none of this smoke, Grizzly. Next up, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> We'll go to Detroit to battle the Lions. Tampa Bay is going to win. Anybody disagree? No. Nope. I think fun. it's going to be a closer game than you think. I, I, I just think – I think Tampa Bay is all over the map. I think they they should win easily, but I don't see any consistency out of that football team. I see good play at times, and then I see total – that's a good game. But, Steve, this is the thing. If you watch the games, there's very few teams that play a complete four quarters. I mean, in the NFC last year, last week, every good team would come out and play like crap for a half and then try to catch up and win the game in the second half. We saw it with the Jets and the Rams. Okay. 
we saw it with almost everybody. So I think this, and no, I'm not writing you off. I think that is why almost all of these games, even ones we don't have really questions about, are games that are going to be closer to what we think they're going to be. Right. And really, I don't think the Lions are horrible. I could see the Lions giving them a game. I expect the Bucks to finally play a complete game here. They need to soon, Sam, if they're really going to be a threat. Yeah, we keep talking about this team and how talented they are and how when they're when they're right, they look really good like they did against Land in the second half last week. But you can't go out there in the playoffs and expect to be able to win off just one half of football. At some point, it's going to catch up to you. All righty. Next up. So, we got the- so we're all taking Tampa Bay, right? Yeah, yeah all, all of us. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right, next up, the San Francisco 49ers will take on the Arizona Cardinals. This is a huge game for the Cardinals. And – the Cardinals need to keep winning to be able to make the playoffs. The 49ers had the tough running game. I think when you look at this, though, I think is Mullins starting at quarterback in this game, Sam? Uh, it's Mullins or C.J. Beathard, one of the two. It's between okay. right now. Either way, I'm going to pick the Cardinals. What do you think, Sam? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm right there with you. It's got to be the Cardinals in the situation because Mullins has been turning the ball over like crazy the past couple of weeks. And if Beathard goes, I think we all know – what the quarterback situation is going to look like for San Francisco then. I'm going with Arizona. They've proven they can score 30-something points per game. Even against uh, Philadelphia this past weekend, they did pretty well. So I think they're just going to outscore San Francisco, and the 49ers are never going to be able to catch up. All right, Steve, agree or disagree? I agree. Yeah, right. I, I agree. I, Connor Murray's he's on fire right now, and I think he's playing good football. And I think the Cardinals are just they're, – they're playing as good as they can play right now because – as consistent as I've seen anybody do the last two or three games. All right, next up, the Miami hey, Dolphins. Wait, what, what happened to our boy, Mike Honcho? He's all over sending us emails. I thought he was going to come on and pick with us this week. I don't know, Mike. We, we always get next hey, What happened, Honcho? Come on, Honcho. Just yeah. because I want to introduce him. Mike yeah. Honcho. Mike Here he says go Colts, so he's a Colts fan, so I like the guy already. Well, doesn't mean he's a Colts fan. Maybe he just wants the Colts. I'm a Colts fan this week. They're playing the Steelers. All right. Ben got old overnight. Okay. I, I, think, he's a Browns fan. I think he's a I Browns fan, though, actually. I'm a uh, Browns fan. I like the Browns. Well, I'm a fan of everybody, Grizzly. Next up, the Miami Dolphins against the Las Vegas Raiders. This is a huge game for the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins win this game with their recent formula, which is a strong running game. To attack Villaloa, making some big plays at all-around sound defense. I think you're going to see the Raiders counter with more of Marcus Mariota. I know Mariota played last week and played very well, but this is a team that's going to have film on him. This is a team with a very good secondary. I think the Miami Dolphins will intercept Mariota two or three times. I think the Dolphins will get win this game by 10 points or more, Steve. Agreed. I, I, I can't anything. To, I agree entirely with what you said. So all rather than waste time. Oh, yeah, we don't want to waste time anyways because it's Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Well, not listening to me start off about stuff I don't know about. (laughs) All right, Um, Sam. Yeah, so it says Derek Carr was a full participant in practice today for the Raiders. So maybe Derek Carr gets to start here, but even if he does, I still think I'm taking Miami. I mean, the Raiders have proven to be choke artists the past couple of weeks. They're throwing away their season. This was a team that we thought at one point could make a little bit of noise in the playoffs, but they've proven they can't do that right now. So I don't see any chance. I don't see any way in which the Raiders are going to win this game. I think it's all Miami. All right, we're all on Miami there. I agree. Even if Derek Carr plays, I just think that the Raiders they don't have enough weapons, especially against that secondary. They're going to win the game by running the ball. I do and think Drew Gruden's doing a good job, though. I think that. He sucks. He did a great job for half the season. The last half's been crappy. It's the same well, thing he did last year. I think he's exceeded what people probably had realistic expectations. I, I think this. I think if he ends up seven and nine or eight and eight, I think he has met the expectations. Okay. So we could give him. He did a good job, but for a hundred million dollars over ten years, yeah, he had a great, great job. job. All right. Next up, the Carolina. Look at it this way, Mike. Look at it this way. You're at least half as good a coach as, as John Gruden. So why aren't they paying you fifty million over ten years? Half as good. The Raiders. Half as good. At least half as good. No. I mean, he's, half as have good half as, he, he's probably about a half as good as me. So don't get shit backwards. All right. I, I yeah, choose, he's not national coach of the year. I choose to be where I'm at. It's really pathetic, huh? The Carolina <laughs> Panthers 
I just love to be around my wife. I'm sorry. I don't want to spend six months. Hey, Mike. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Let's make Vision Zero a reality in D.C. Almost half of D.C.'s traffic fatalities come from impaired driving. These deaths are 100% preventable. Don't let impaired driving ruin your holiday. Always have a plan for a sober ride. Never drive impaired. D.C. police are arresting drunk and drugged drivers. Drive sober or get pulled over. A message from the District Department of Transportation and Metropolitan Police Department. Go to Las Vegas, she can go with you. Yeah, but still, they're going to expect me to be there like 20 hours a day. I got shit to do. I mean, how could I do I already do this show. She's already got work experience in the chosen field for Vegas, too. No, she doesn't because she doesn't like doing that shit. So. Well, she's got experience. They, she wouldn't have to have a job if I was making $100 million for 10 years. No, you're only 50. You're only half as good. No, shit. It's not even close. Move the on. Carolina Panthers at the Washington Redskins. And this is a Ron Rivera revenge game. I think he's going to get the revenge. Who's playing quarterback in this game? Do we know yet, Sam? Uh, Alex Smith says he plans on playing. He's been throwing to uh, receivers in practice. So I think he's going to play. It sounds like he's on track. He had limited, he's a limited participant, but I think they really need him, and they're going to make him play or going to let him play. All right. Uh, you going with Washington? Yeah, absolutely. I think they've got the dominant defense right now. Christian McCaffrey is now going to be available from the sounds of it for Carolina. And while Teddy Bridgewater is a decent quarterback, I just don't think they have enough there, and they're not consistent enough right now to beat Washington. Well, I think this. I think Washington's defense is plenty good enough to cover the outside receivers. I think that's going to give Teddy Bridgewater issues. I don't think the Panthers' offense is going to be able to do much. I think the Redskins are going to win this game, and I think that will clinch the NFC East for them, wouldn't it, Sam? Looking at the standings, yes, it would, I believe, because they would be at seven wins then. Yeah, because they'd be a game up. I don't know. Right now, I guess, could the Giants or the Eagles win out and get up and get them? Uh, no, it would have to be, it would have to be Dallas. I think the Giants actually, the Giants, the Giants won out and somehow tied Washington. They're one game back. So if Washington lost one, Giants won both of theirs. I think the Giants getting, so they hold the tiebreaker over Washington. Yeah. This is a big game. I think Washington pretty much seals the fate of the NFC East. Steve agree, or do you want to go with the Panthers? No, I agree. I go with Washington. You're too agreeable today. All right. Next up. The Atlanta Falcons at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs were only favored by 10. And I think the Falcons did their best to hold off the Buccaneers at home in week 15. Their defense played well in the first half, but folded and blew a big lead as always. What do you think here, Steve? Uh, Chiefs, I think that they want to make sure they protect home field advantage. Uh, They've got something to play for in the game. And I think they're just a better football team than the Falcons all the way. Um, I don't know if they get into a point where they start resting some players and not letting guys get hurt at this point in time. I don't know. We have to see where the score is in the game. But I don't I don't really see any way the Chiefs can lose this game. All right. But we didn't see any way that the Bengals would beat the Steelers. Right. Right. Beat the Rams. Sure. But I agree. The Chiefs are going to beat the hell out of the Falcons. I just don't see how the Falcons have any kind of pass defense. And mainly, I don't think they can pressure a passer enough to really be able to slow this down. I think this game's over by halftime, and they can probably rest everybody in the second half, Sam. Yeah, no, I agree with you. The Chiefs are going to win this one. We saw last week the Falcons gave Tampa Bay a lot of trouble in the first half. That's because Tampa Bay, like I said with Tom Brady, that offensive system they're running, it hasn't all clicked together. That's not the case in Kansas City. This offense will come out firing on all cylinders. And the Chiefs would probably put up 21 points at the very least in the first half. All righty. Next up, we have a very exciting matchup between the Chicago Bears and the mighty Jacksonville Jaguars. All right. On three, everybody say who do you think is going to win? One, two, three. Bears. Bears. All right. Next up, Bengals-Texans. The Bengals are on a roll. America's team has won one straight game. <laughs> The Texans are favored by nine and a half. I think this. I think the Bengals expended a lot of emotion and energy to beat the Steelers on Monday night. 
I think Deshaun Watson is really, really good. I think the Bengals aren't going to be able to score any points. I think the the Texans win this game by 20 to 30 points, Steve. I don't agree. I I think the Bengals are playing on an emotional high right now. I think it's going to carry for at least another week. Um, I agree with Deshaun Watson. He may be one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I roll in your eyes. I'm rooting for your team. I think the Bengals. I'm not. I want I'm Zach thinking, Taylor fired. I'll root for him against the Steelers, but I want him to lose every other game. I'm rooting for the – I'm saying I think the Bengals are going to win another game. They're going to come out of this with two wins. They're not. They're really not. Okay. All right. All right. So, if the Bengals lose, you have to shave your head on the show. Um, no. That's not an option. Oh, Why, well, you got one of those misshapen heads where it'll just look like you got – No. I – Love my hair, and you don't want to see it, and I don't want to see it. See what your hair? My head shaved. Your head shaved. Oh, yeah. Mike! Mike Honcho is a Browns fan for this week. He's a Colts fan, which means he's trying to get that division title, which I did predict like five weeks ago when everybody in the world mocked me, including Sam Teets. That's true, and I, I enjoyed it at the time. I enjoyed mocking you back then. I have a feeling it's not going to be so sweet if the Pittsburgh end up losing here. But Isn't this how this always works out, though? You mock me, and then whatever I said that sounded nuts two months before ends up being right. Like 95% of the time, this is about right. Okay. Okay. So I have to enjoy it in the moment, though. But All right. For, well, for this enjoy game, this moment. Bengals-Texans, who do you like here? Texans. That's got to be Texans. I think Deshaun Watson's not going to allow his team to lose this week. They've had in the two of the past three weeks, they played the Colts, and they have lost that fumbles at the end of the game game. I think Sean's had enough of all that. He's going to go out there and just force it through, and they're going to win this game by at least two scores. Yeah, for all the Bengal fans that think this should save Zach Taylor's job, the next two weeks will show you why it shouldn't. They're going to get bludgeoned in both of these games. They will be lucky to score more than 17 points in the two games combined, and that's if the other team lets up. The Bengals are about to get their ass tore up for the next two weeks. You heard it here first. Hey, Mike, who was Zach Taylor offensive coordinator for? Nobody. He, wasn't he, was, he, was, the, he was the quarterback's coach for the Rams. I think that he oh. was the offensive coordinator at the University of Cincinnati for half a season okay. under Tommy Tuberville when Tuberville fired the guy that was there. And then he sucked at that. And then I I think he might have been in Miami or something. He's done nothing, Steve. He's a moron. He, he sucks. I, I guarantee well, he couldn't beat Teets at Madden. <laughs> okay. Well, All it's right. true. And I'm not saying Teets sucks at Madden. I don't know. I just know Teets is like, what, 22? 21. Close enough. He's 21, so he spent a lot of time playing Madden. So I'm out there on my own with the Bengals. You guys are going with the... You're all by yourself. That was a song. Was that Eric Carmen? All, all by, by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Move on. I don't know if we can. Hondo said he's never listening to this show again now. <laughs> hey, Mike called it. We're taking the division. And remember, Mike, Mike called it like like four years ago that this year the Browns would win this division. All right, next up, the New York football giants trying to keep their hopes of winning the NFC East alive against the Baltimore Ravens who are still struggling to grab one of those last three playoff spots. Tates, this is a big game. It seems to be a mismatch, is it? Yeah, it is, and part of it is Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones looks like he's on track to play from what I'm seeing. There's still possibly a chance he gets held out. But it looks like the Giants are hoping he's going to play. And even if he does, though, I don't think Daniel Jones is a good enough quarterback to win this game. The Giants have one big advantage. Though. Their defensive line is very good. Their defensive front is very good. And Baltimore loves to run the ball. It's primarily what their offense is based around. If they can shut down Baltimore's running game, it'll be a very low-scoring affair, which plays to New York's strengths and not scoring, basically. But I'm still leaning for the Ravens here. They're just a more talented team. Yeah, the not scoring thing is what bothers me here. So I'm going to go with the Ravens. I really could see that if the Giants play really well, they'll lose 6-3. to three. Um, But I think that what you're going to see is I see you're going to – Lamar Jackson will bust loose on a run or two. Of course, it won't be a pass but because 
you used all them up against Jacksonville. I think the Ravens win this game, Steve. I agree. That was easy again, Steve. All right, next up, the Broncos against the Chargers, which is a hard game to pick because both teams suck. Uh, I think the Chargers are working strong, working to finish strong with Justin Herbert. Their offense played really well against the Rams. Drew Locke has struggled most of the time, but sometimes he doesn't. So that's what makes this game kind of a wild card, Risley. Who you like, Broncos or Chargers? Chargers. So I I think after watching them play last week um, and seeing the enthusiasm about what you're playing with, and their coach now is almost maybe starting to save his job um, if he keeps this kind of play up. I, I know. I'd say almost maybe. You know, I didn't. I wasn't shaking my head about that. He is, um, but he, he's he's getting it back into that position where the owner is going to go. Do we want to pay this guy to go away, or can we deal with him for another year? I think it depends for the for the Chargers what they do these last two games. They have some motivation to play. I don't know what the Broncos are playing for. Uh, they're out of everything uh, for all intent and purposes. So. And I think the Chargers are playing better than the Broncos right now. So I like the Chargers in this game. Yeah, last week, Sam, the Broncos' defense was lost against the Bills. Are they going to be lost again? Because the last time, I mean, two weeks ago, they go to Carolina and beat Carolina. I think Carolina and the Chargers kind of are similar teams, if you know what I mean. But yeah, no, I, understand. I think the Panthers play harder. I don't know. You picked the Broncos to make the playoffs at the start of the year. What do you think? Did he get the win here? It's hard because the Chargers are naturally just more talented than Denver right now. They have more experienced players on offense and defense. So I would love to pick the Chargers here, but these are the kind of games the Chargers lose, right? They lose these games. They find a way well, to end up losing in the fourth quarter. So actually, I mean, I actually, they're like 4-10, and ten, so they lose most every game, Sam. You know, I was just thinking about picking the Chargers in this game. I'm just going to lean Denver here because I think Denver will probably come back at the very end and win this game somehow. All right, Steve, who did you pick? Chargers. I'm going to go with Risley. I'm going to pick the Chargers. And I forgot to flip that thing over. I don't. I have no really reason why. I really want to pick the Broncos, but I just don't trust Drew Locke. Next up, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Somehow, in a game with playoff implications for both, the Eagles' offense is humming behind the running and the passing of Jalen Hurts. The Cowboys cannot stop that dual threat. And the traditional running of Miles Sanders, who I think they're actually using the way they should. The Cowboys should get some good running from Tony Pollard, assuming Ezekiel is kept out of action. To me, I'm going with the Eagles and Jalen Hurts here, Sam. No, I have to. you got to ride the hot hand. I know the Cowboys won two games in a row, but here comparing Andy Dalton with Jalen Hurts is doing right now. Jalen Hurts has been doing much more, frankly, because he's more dual-threat quarterback. He's been making wins out of losses pretty much. And I don't see a way in which Dallas, with their defense, can find a way to win this game. The Dallas def Cowboys defense is pretty bad. They're horrible. And Miles Sanders is on a hot streak right now. I think Philadelphia wins this one. Steve, agree or disagree? Disagree. I'm going with the Cowboys. I I know I'm going to catch crap from you, but I, I, I just think Andy Dalton may be a little bit of a catalyst that this team needed to change their whole game process and thought process around a little bit. And I'm seeing the entire Cowboy team elevate just a little bit. Now the key is keeping Dalton healthy because he's injury prone. No, he's not. Well, to head injuries, head shots. He gets a lot of head shots. I think everybody is kind of injury, injury prone when it comes whatever. to head shots. But I, I like Andy Dalton as a quarterback. I think he's made some difference for this football team. And – I think with Jalen Hurts, I think he's still going to have an unknown uh, commodity there. He certainly has shown well, but do it for me more than two times. And, and let me see it. Game's at Dallas. Dallas lets fans in the stadium. Um, there'll be fans there. Um, I like the Cowboys in this game. They're playing for a chance to go to the playoffs too. And, you know, what, it's slight. I agree. But they're in the hunt still. Well, so are the Eagles, and I'm just going to tell you this. The Cowboys are hot because the Bengals fumbled it to them three straight times, and they beat the Bengals 30-7. to 7. 
And then they beat the 49ers 41 to 33. Teams that create turnovers generally win games. Not teams that the ball is fumbled to them. And on two of the three fumbles, the Bengals just dropped the ball. So, so the I, Bengals I, running back was just running unabashed down the field and just caught actually the ball up. Actually, on, on two of the fumbles, the one, the Bengal ran into the back end of his offensive lineman, and the offensive lineman's ass knocked the ball loose. On the other one, it was dropped right after the handoff. The other one was stripped. But I could also tell you this. If you're giving up 33 points to Mullins in the 49ers, All right. you're going to lose to Jalen Hurts. This game is a whitewash, I believe, Sam. No, I agree. Absolutely. I think the Eagles are just going to go out and probably drop 40 points on Dallas, and that will be the end of it. All right. All right. Next up, a huge game in the NFC West. The Seattle Seahawks against the Los Angeles Rams. We never know where we're getting with the Rams. The Rams have got to try to pick up the pieces after losing to the Jets. I mean, number one, can you recover after losing a game like this, Steve? This would be like in 1981 when you guys when you played at Indiana. Losing to a team like Pan American, which you did. How long did it take to recover from a game like that? Uh, I think March 30th when we got one of these. Yeah. yeah. So we recovered. That No, we my won. point is my point is this. We though. finished 14 and 4 in the Big Ten. Hey, so. my point is this, though. You guys recovered, but it took a while right after that happened, right? Yeah. You got out yeah. for Big Ten games. So I'm yeah, saying I, right, right now where the Rams lost this game, they don't have any leeway to sit here and feel sorry about themselves. No, they don't. Yeah, so the question is, can the Rams overcome this and win the game? Yeah, I believe they can. Uh, I mean, I, again, I think much as we talked about it falling on Roethlisberger's shoulders, Goff's got to have a good football game because he's going to go up against one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL in Russell Wilson. Now, I think the Rams have a better defense than Seattle does. And we'll be able to put more pressure and hopefully contain Russell Wilson a little better than anybody's been able to. But as golf goes, goes the Rams. Um, I think we're seeing that become more and more evident, uh, you know, when they got rid of Gurley and emptied out their backfield for the most part. Um, you know, there were a lot of Rams. I mean, I, I remember watching um, Donald walk off the field after that game, and the Rams weren't embarrassed. They were pissed off that they lost that game. And I don't know that a few of them probably didn't have a talk with golf that, you know, you're getting paid this kind of Jack, get it done. But I think the Rams recover and take this game. All right. I don't see any way in the world that happens. I, I think they're done. I think the Seahawks rushing attack is rolling with Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde. I think the Seahawks will survive a battle of attrition and lock down the NFC West title. I think they're going to win this game by three to ten points. And this is the thing. If it wasn't for Jared Goff and his inconsistency, I would pick the Rams because the Rams really match up well with Seattle. But I think this is a case that I think this is going to take a little while to overcome that loss to the Jets, Sam. Yeah, the Rams have won five of the last six games against Seattle. So I am going to take the Rams here as, as dumb as it may sound, but I think the Rams are going to come bounce back. I do think they're going to come Thanks, back. Sam. I mean, it's, appreciate that. The, only reason, the only reason you think it sounds dumb, Sam, is you've already admitted I'm right 95% of the time. So go ahead. Yeah, I just think you can't get much worse than you did against the Jets. And really, they have Seattle's number. Russell Wilson was not playing well against Washington this past weekend. I think there's a lot of things that could play in their favor here. And really – it's going to be a close game no matter what. You throw out the divisional games. You know these divisional games get wacky. It's just what happens. So I think the Rams are going to win this one. Man, I keep getting logical. tired. I, I had a guy who's like one of my assistant coaches in my high school. He, he baked up this big tray of cookies and fudge. And I, I, me and my wife shopped all day. I hadn't ate all day, and I came home and ate some of that. Now I just want to go take a nap. And it's good stuff. So Joe Vetter, if you're listening, thank you. And if anybody wants to send me some fudge or anything, just you know, hit me up and I'll send you my address. All right, so we got. Let me send you some from the apothecary out here in LA. I don't even know what the hell you're talking. What a what a. The apothecary. <laughs> What's the apothecary? Is that where Nancy Pelosi gets her haircut? No, it's where most of the Californians get their legalized uh, marijuana goodies. Hmm. Is the stuff good, Steve? I don't know. All right, next up. The I Buffalo. don't do drugs, Mike. The bu Do they do you, Steve? 
No, I'm on a natural high, baby, all the time. Jeez. All right, the Buffalo Bills against the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. Uh, Bills Patriots, the Patriots are actually officially eliminated from the playoffs, while the Bills are the new AFC East champions. I think this. I don't know, but the disparity between Josh Allen and Cam Newton here tells me that I probably should pick the Buffalo Bills, Sam. Yeah, I'm actually taking Buffalo here because there's no, there's no way they possibly screw this up, right? They can't possibly find a way to lose this game. And maybe it would be the most Bill Belichick thing ever to come out here and stun Buffalo like this. But at the same time, the Bills are so talented. they got so many weapons but guys like Stephon Diggs, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss. And Josh Downs playing so well. I don't see a way they're losing to an under-talented New England team. Do you agree, Steve? Um, if anybody can do this, it's Belichick. Pull off a win like this. And, and I, I don't know. I, I don't think Belichick's somebody who has moral victories, a lot of moral victories. If he's not playing the playoffs, he's not going to care. So I don't know if his heart's going to be in it. But if anybody could win this game as a coach, it would be Belichick. But oh, I, I can guarantee you Belichick's heart's in this. This is what you live for as a coach. You know, this is the old David versus Goliath. You can yeah. jump up and you've heard all these Buffalo people scream about how they won the division and the Patriots are dead. I don't think that Bill Belichick would like anything more than just jump up and smack the dog crap out of them and let them know who the boss still is. I, um, I think that the Bills win this, but it's not going to surprise me if New England does. It would surprise me big time if New England does. See, I can't quit freaking yawning. All it right. Is, that's just rude. Jeez, I know, but I can't help it. Well, cover your mouth at least. I mean, at least when I get them fart attacks on air, nobody knows. And you know the coolest thing about that mask mandate is, I mean, if I got a fart in a store, nobody can smell it. Because the other day, the other day I'm upset and I'm sitting there and of course I don't wear a mask because I'm an asshole and I don't care about other people's lives, obviously. But that and the fact that like 0. 0.008 out of under 100,000 people to get it die. And, you know, Sam, you're looking at the clock. We'll be done by 445. So you get Christmas Eve dinner in, chill out. But I just had to tell this little story. I've been there and I'd had a lot of broccoli. I like broccoli on my, on my baked potato. And I'm, I'm farting a lot. And then... I'm in the aisle by myself because my wife's down here and I ripped one. It's really bad. And this woman that works there comes walking up right behind me. It's like, ah, oh, hell, now I feel bad. So, of course, I look for my wife so then I can look at that woman and say, you believe that woman just farted on us like that? But what happened was I noticed she had a mask on and it didn't seem to bother her. So I thought maybe this mask thing's not that bad since I have gas issues. And so you wait. You waste a good fart on the air that nobody can smell. No, it's just it's either that or I wait a little bit longer and I poop my pants. What are you having for dinner, Sam? What are you having for dinner? What are you having for dinner, Sam? You having Christmas ham? No, definitely not. No, that stuff. What are you having? It's like uh, how do I even describe it? There's like a chicken. Uh, what else? Uh, shrimp anapost. I don't know if you ever had that. It's an Italian thing, and a bunch of other stuff we got. What kind of racial like remark was that? Are you Italian, what? Sam? Are you Italian? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you're trying to look down at us like me? We may not know what shrimp and pasta is. I don't know. Look, Mike, I I would love to tell you, but I'm not up there cooking it right now, so I have no idea what's going on. Are you what? Are you Italian? Sam said he's Italian. He's Bob. Are you Italian? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's a Sam Itizimo. I knew he was going to do <laughs> Sam uh, Itizimo. Sam Tizimo. It's an awesome yeah, name. Sam, you can have an O at the end of your name if you're going to be Italian. Oh, man. Or the you got to be a Corleone. The fact that I look at each one of these things to show me how many people on each thing are watching at one time and the fact that the numbers are either staying the same or going up once again worries me. You know what we're <laughs> having for Christmas Eve dinner? What are you having for Christmas Eve dinner? Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza. Are they still open? Yeah, oh, you're three hours clock. behind us. Well, you make sure all those people have to, you know, work on Christmas Eve to feed your ass. Well, they, they're getting paid. I don't know. Then tomorrow night we're having steak, baked potato, nice filet, baked potato. And Alex, 
We're going to eat ours out by the pool outside. So Sam just tells me that Steve's one of the 1% that we don't that. like, right? Since you're in college. <laughs> and Steve's one of the 1%. He's having a steak. Do you know that cows farting really hurts the emissions? It kills the ozone. We're all yes, going to die. Uh, yeah. that, that is a problem. Yes, I agree. So you really think that's a problem, Steve? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot bigger problems in the world. Sam, do we have any other NFL news to discuss before we wrap this up? Hey, I, I okay. Go ahead, Sam. I, had a no, question. I, think we, I was going to say we, we covered everything we need to today. All right. What do you guys think about uh, Amazon covering the middle game it's, uh, Saturday in the NFL? Oh, Amazon's doing it now. Amazon's going to pick it up. Is this a precursor? A precursor? They to- did it last year too for a game. They're just trying to get people to sign up for Prime. So if you're a 49ers fan, you don't have Prime, maybe you'll sign up for it. Yeah. Well, what I was wondering is if it's a precursor to the NFL ticket coming to Amazon as well as just DirecTV. You you get the NFL ticket on more than DirecTV now, can't you, Sam? No. My mic, I know this. I have tried to get I know this. If you've, I've already told you how to get Colts games. Go to get on your PS4, type in the internet browser and your PS4 cracked streams, and you can get every game you want, and they come out in high def and look just as good as regular TV. So I don't want to hear you bitch ever again about watching Colts games or Pacer games. Cracked we don't, streams. We don't have PS4s. Jeez. We gave those to the needy. We have uh, see one percent PS5s cool. now. We got 20 PS5s now. We're having steak and baked potato tomorrow night. Well, you sorry, son of a bitch, is go to the soup kitchen, Sam. And we're eating it out by the pool. Eating it by the pool. In our shorts. In his shorts. Uh, welcome to LA, baby. Yeah, welcome to LA, baby. Land of dreams and opportunities. Shit. And What's taxes. That? That's the, everybody. Every land is taxes. Yeah. And homeless taxes people. Everybody. And homeless people wonder why. Because you got the 1% like you that are, you know, just making all the money and keeping it to yourself. Wait, Hancho says you can use Cody on Xbox and get the same thing. Uh, you can How are they doing that? How are they doing that? How are they pirating? That Dude, it's not pirating. It's watching something illegally. Don't use the pirating word. That's nasty. But I'm telling you. Hold on. My conscience said it's because her breath was worse than your fart. That's possible. That's why I, I don't wear a mask. But no mask, more gas. All right. Hey, block uh, this this guy that's advertising on our website. How do we know he's advertising? Because it's in a foreign language. Want to become it's Italian. Want it's, to become a famous by followers, primes, and viewers on. That's about Okay, don't beat the dead horse. But All Sam right. Pizzamo is a good name. Sam Pizzamo. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and do our Christmas present exchange now. We'll show each other what we got each other, and then we'll send it to each other. Sam, you want to go first? <laughs> I'm tempted to log off after that. No, you're not getting anything. We're not getting log anything? Off after what? Uh, you're not Sam getting Pizzamo? anything. Sam Pizzamo is a damn good name, dude. I like that name. Hell yeah. I love Teats. <laughs> oh geez i bet you've never heard that before have you oh yeah i haven't heard that since seventh grade you heard that yesterday you was like i got you a new macbook pro see look what look what he got me sam would you get me sam uh content lots and lots of content you can't rap it. It doesn't count, Sam. See, I got Steve this used candle <laughs> because I'm not in the upper 1% like him. But since he feels sorry for me, he gives me his MacBook he bought a year ago. All right, guys, we got to no, wrap that's up. just the box. The MacBook is on my desk. You get the I box. Know. I know. I know how it is with you one percenters. Tell Pelosi but- I said hi and Schumer. All right, guys. We're getting our hair done together tomorrow. You probably are. Yeah. Hope women. All right. We're going to go now. We will be back. When will we be back, Sam? Monday? Monday. Monday. Monday at 1 o'clock. Risley will not be with us because he is being banned to just the Pick'em show now since he's top 1%. He'll be eating steak. I'm not on Monday, seriously? 
I don't know. We're going to have to talk to Tizamo about this because I think he's upset about that Tizamo comment. Are you upset about the Tizamo comment? The comment. I'm hungry, guys. Finish up the damn show. I'm trying to finish it up, but he keeps dragging it out. One o'clock. We'll be back on Monday to recap all the week. 16 games. Make sure you check us out on Rockfin. Sam Tietz at Sam Tizamo 33. Steve Risley at A. He's a dipshit 34 you can follow me <laughs> at grueling truth see that got sam to smile but for now for sam titsimo steve risley i'm mike goodpasser you've been watching and listening to the grueling truth where the legends speak you can't control what's outside your home but you can control what comes in because clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9 percent .9 of viruses and bacteria including covid19 virus when used as directed on hard non-porous surfaces so whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% .9 of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.